Welcome to Lompoc Foursquare Church's podcast. Enjoy the message. Well, this morning, uh, you're in for a treat because our very own Melissa Paz is going to bring the word today. Now, <laughs> I love it when they clap before the message. That's really good. Yeah. You're anticipating, you're adventing right now, which is good. Uh, Melissa has been a part of this church almost 30 years. She's been on staff over 21 years. And I don't know anyone as multi-talented as her. She can paint with watercolor and oil as well. She's made clay pots in the past. She decorates the sanctuary. She writes scripts for the drama. She organized the harvest block party. That's, that's her baby for all these years. Uh, she makes sure that our nursery team runs and our kids' ministries run. She teaches our kids. And sometimes when I've heard her teach, I want to get saved again because she's that, that good. And so not only is she a part of our staff and a member of the church, but she's a dear friend of mine. And in a few moments after this video, when she comes out, I want you to give her the best LFC. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I'm in a good mood. The tryptophan from the turkey is not taking any effect on my life. And, and, and the cranberry mold isn't moldy. And I'm just going to go nuts when she comes out. So if you do that, it's, it's going to really bless her heart. But before she comes, take a look at this. And then don't forget, you're just going to let it rip when she comes out, right? Right? Okay, good, good, good. So get ready. Little video. Oh, by the way, this video, it features the voice of Ernie Lopez, our very own Ernie. Some of you know Ernie. Some of you know Ernie. You'll maybe recognize his voice. But uh, he's on the video. It's going to be a great morning. And don't forget what you're going to do when Melissa comes out. Yeah, yeah. Shh. Okay. Take a look at this. God bless you. In the darkness, we look for answers. and find none. So we search, we work, we numb the hurt, and wait for answers to come. But they don't. Because the world is not as it should be. Creation groans outwardly. While we grieve alone. And the world keeps spinning. And prayers seem unanswered. Yet in the stillness, we aren't alone. Faint and lovely. A voice declares that we are loved. And that goodness does exist. So we hope for what is unseen. Ignoring all the voices. 
except one. One who adores us. One who created us. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. You're going to make me cry before we even get started. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> Thank you so much. Hope. We're talking about hope today. Hope is an action of wishing or desiring that something would occur. A feeling of optimism. If we were to look out into our world today, you think that is what we would see? Over the last couple of months, Pastor Bernie and Pastor John have been leading us through a series in Nehemiah. Renew, rebuild, and restore. Our world is not much different today than it was then. The ruins in Nehemiah's day were just a sign of the people in ruins. But it was through Nehemiah that we saw hope. He didn't just wish or desire for something to happen. He didn't place hope in himself as he faced this enormous task before him. He put his hope in the Lord. You may recall a quote from an earlier message in Nehemiah. At the center of any great move of God is a person or people who know their God, know their reality, and know the power of prayer. Nehemiah's hope came through a time of expectant waiting and preparation, yeah. which included a time of prayer and fasting. It was during these times that he became to know his God, his reality, and the power of prayer. His hope was in God's power and promises, and what seemed impossible became a path of hope. Today is the first Sunday of Advent. And Advent is a season of hope and of love and of joy and of peace. Today, we begin with hope. The promise that was to come. Jesus Christ, the light of the world who said, whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So this morning, Tanner Espino is coming out to help me. We are going to light the first candle. Come on out, Tanner. Here he comes. Handsome guy. <laughs> there you go. Good job. He will rule over us, and he will be called Wonderful Advisor and Mighty God, 
He will also be called the Father who lives forever and the Prince who brings peace. There will be no limit to how great his authority is. And the peace he brings will never end. He will rule on David's throne and over his kingdom. He will make the kingdom strong and secure. His rule will be based on what is fair and right. It will last forever. The Lord's great love will make sure what happens. He rules over all. Hope. It was through Christ's birth that brought hope into the world. It changed everything. Like those of us who are parents or expecting a child, especially the first one. It's a time of great hope and expectation as we anticipate what is to come. The people were anticipating the coming of the Messiah, Jesus, and he came. Jesus deposited hope into people's lives. Everyone that he came in contact with were changed by the experience. They would come to him. They would follow him. They would invite him over for dinner. None thought him too holy, too excellent, or unapproachable. No one was reluctant to approach him because of fear or rejection. He exuded hope. And with that hope came a promise, an assurance of our redemption and the redemption of the world. And that one day he would return. Jesus Christ, our hope for glory. So what is hope for you? What does it look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? Where is your hope today? Is it in success, salary, possession, popularity? If that is the case, we all know that at some point there will be disappointment. It seems amidst the lives of people today, there is a facade that everything's okay. We wear an outward smile, yet inwardly, We are feeling hopelessness. Hopelessness can creep in secretly and hide even behind a smile. We ask or we're asked, how are you doing? How are you? Oh, great, fine, fantastic, we say. Yet inwardly, we're feeling empty and our hope in short supply. Where are you feeling hopeless? Maybe a loved one that quite hasn't turned out the way you thought they would. A job situation that's gone awry. A medical diagnosis that has scared you. COVID, will it ever go away? Maybe like Nehemiah, there's also insult, opposition, hardships. Or maybe you're feeling like God is angry at you, paying you back for your sins, and you can't repent enough. You think like you got to pay him back, and you live with fear and regret. And even though you may know the way, the truth, and the life, you lack joy, peace, and hope in your life. Jesus tells us in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, 
Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Can we picture that for a minute? I think of it as this huge, big sack. And you pick it up each day, and you put it up on your shoulders, and the weight of it causes you to slump over. And you carry that around with you as you go about your day. Hopelessness is an odd bag, unlike the other. Because, show you here, because it's empty. And it's that emptiness that creates the burden. I mean, we can unzip the bag, open it up, look inside, check through the pockets, examine it, turn it even upside down and give it a good shake. There's nothing. The bag of hopelessness is painfully empty. People are walking around today empty. No path of hope. We all have struggles, things from our past and in our present we have hoped for and hoped in. Prayers that we have prayed and hoped that God would bring healing, provision, wisdom. You fill in the blank. And it doesn't come. At least not the way you thought it should. Where is your hope when you prayed over and over again, when God, hoping that God would intervene and do what you've asked him? And the situation doesn't change. The job doesn't come. Your loved one keeps self-destructing. Your relationships are imploding. You are striving and you're trying to get the outcome that you want. What is needed, right? Your mind can begin to feel numb and your heart can feel heavy and your body can feel weak. Have you been there? But Lord, Lord, You told us to pray. Where are you? Don't you just wish sometimes he'd take his mighty hand and just zap that situation or that person? But you continue to cry out. Where are you, Lord? God, time is running out. Martha, do you remember Martha? Mm -hmm. Lord, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died. Jesus, time is running out. Where are you? If you would have just been here, my brother would not have died. Mm. My brother's name was Matthew. He was the youngest boy of my siblings. One afternoon recently, I was taking my grandson for a walk, and I had asked the Lord to give me a word on hope. I had been praying ever since I was asked to speak today. And as I walked, I had not thought of this as something that I would have spoken on about hope. But this is what came to my mind. Now, there's something you need to know about me. I... I have stuff going on in my brain all the time. From the minute I lay down, I'm thinking about what I need to do tomorrow and all the things I hadn't accomplished that particular day. 
I think things through every little piece. I make list after list. I assemble, I organize, I reorganize. Any of you out there? Yeah. So when I asked the Lord to give me a word on hope, I thought, this means, Melissa, zip your lip, stop thinking, and allow God to speak. Thank God he knows me so well, and he still loves me. This experience came flooding back to my mind, and I began to speak out loud the story as I walked. I could just hear the Lord, oh, there she goes. She won't be quiet. She'll keep talking. She'll keep thinking. So you know what? I'm going to let her talk. I'm going to let her speak. And as she does, I will show her my hope. Matthew was very quiet ever since he was little, never really spoke about anything that was on his mind, anything deep like his hopes or his dreams. He kept those things to himself. He began to drink around 14 or 15, maybe even younger. I remember searching for him in the park one day and finding him with a group of kids. And I pleaded with him, Matthew, come on, let's come home. Mom's worried. She really wants you to come home. And he'd always say, okay, yeah, sis, I'll be home soon. But I knew that wasn't the case. There were many times as he got older, he would wind up in the hospital. And several times I would find myself seated next to his hospital bed thinking and praying, he's not going to make it out this time. It kind of became a joke amongst my siblings. Hey, we would say, Matt's out again. (laughs) I saw him walking down the street in his hospital gown, and that was the truth. I would see him every now and then, and I would always have him in my prayers. And there were times when I felt so hopeless concerning him. Was God going to heal him in time? God, where are you? Time is running out. I had placed my hope in the Lord, and I knew he was the only one that could change my brother's life. But yet, my prayers for my brother did not come. My brother passed away, but that day as I walked, Things started to come back to me, and God began to show me his path of hope. I remember talking to my brother many occasions about Jesus, and one day I said to him, Matt, do you know who Jesus is? And he said right out, I know Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Oh, 1 Corinthians 12.3 says, So I want you to understand that no one who is speaking with the help of God's Spirit says, Jesus be cursed. And no one can say, Jesus is Lord without the help of the Holy Spirit. Hope. I recall years ago, I was up here speaking. And at the end of the message, I was praying and I, I, I was giving a, a prayer of salvation, an invitation. And I had my head down and I was praying. And I remember looking up and seated right there with his hand in the air was my brother Matt. Now, I don't know if that was the first time he ever accepted Jesus as his Lord and Savior, but it was for me. Hope. The day my brother passed away, My two older siblings and I, we went to see him. He was in hospice by then. We walked into his room, 
And I will never forget what I saw. It brought me great comfort and hope. There my brother lay in a bed that was facing a window, and this stream of bright, warm sunlight just fell across him. He, was lay, he had a white gown on, and he was laying in a clean bed with clean blankets, and he was snoring. That kind of snore, when you're in a deep, deep sleep and you're exhausted, I don't ever recall seeing my brother like that. I had a fear that my brother would die dirty, cold, and alone on the street someplace, and there he lay. He was clean, he was warm, and God was with him. Hope. Matthew left behind one of the greatest hopes, his daughter Sabrina. My niece and my daughter, we adopted Sabrina when she was about four years old. I call her my legacy breaker. Her legacy now will be hope and a future. God doesn't always answer our prayers the way that we want or even the way that we expect him to. Isaiah 55, 8 tells us, the Lord says, my thoughts are not like your thoughts. Your ways are not like my ways. Amen. Could you imagine the messes we could get ourselves into if all our prayers were answered the way that we thought they should be? Like Martha. Do you think Jesus knew when he encountered Martha that day, he knew what was happening with Lazarus? Do you think Jesus knows what's happening with you? Jesus had a plan back then. He has a plan today. He always has a plan. And listen, his plan never was to just fix you up, but to raise you up. Jesus Christ, your hope for glory. God's plans are bigger and better. His timing is perfect. His outcomes are greater than anything that we could ever accomplish on our own. We tend to go off our feelings, our emotions. God, time is running out. Where are you? Where are you taking me? I was recently reading a book by Max Licato. And in it, there's a section called Traveling Light. It tells of a man on an African safari deep in the jungle. And the guide before him had a big machete, and he was whacking away at the weeds in the underbrush. And the traveler by now was hot and weary, and out of frustration, he asked the guide, Where are we? Where are you taking me? Where is the path? And the seasoned guide, he stopped and he turned to the man and he replied, I am the path. Sometimes those paths are hard, watching a loved one make bad decisions that consume their purpose in life, potential never realized. We have all asked these questions when life can feel hopeless, where are you, Lord? Where are you taking me? This doesn't make sense. What is happening? Why won't you take this away? This is too painful. 
But Lamentations 3, 21 through 23 says, But yet, this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, O Lord. Listen, people. Lean in a little bit. Can you hear it? Can you hear him? What is he saying? What is he saying? He's saying, trust me. Trust me with your pain. Trust me with your losses. Trust me with your fears and your situations, your disappointments, your dreams, your life. Don't camp there. Journey through. Yes, there will be pain. Yes, there will be losses and bad situations and disappointments, unfulfilled dreams, and life that you did not expect. But I am with you. Journey with me on my path of hope. That morning as I walked with my grandson, I could see God's love and his path of hope throughout my brother's life. You see, any situation or circumstance, we can call on God. Emmanuel, God with us. Hope is real. Hope keeps us going. It is God that can bring hope and new life out of dead situations. Even when all seems lost and dark, for the love of the Son of God pierces all darkness. He came as a light, remember, so that no one should walk in darkness. What we feel does not change the power of what is true. Again, what you feel does not change the power of what is true. God allows us to go through things that we will question. But through it all, Jesus tells us in John 14, 6, like the season guide, I am the path. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus doesn't just give us hope by changing our circumstances, our situations, or even answering the prayers that we want. Jesus restores our hope by giving us himself. We find hope when we find him. So what is keeping you from his hope today? It all begins by bringing him your broken spirit. By saying, I'm not going to fight this anymore. I'm not going to resist any longer. People, there is nothing between you and the throne of God. So let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Hope is about living it's an expectation that God in his time and his way is going to de deliver. And believe me, he can deliver. God's hope is always there, whether you feel it or see it or hear it. God works through our hopelessness to bring his desired outcome. If you let him, 
and put your hope into something that will never change God's love for you. For God so loved the world, he gave his hope, his joy, his peace, and his love through his son, Jesus. Emmy's going to join me now, and she's going to read for you this morning. In the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. <laughs> I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to the God in the highest heavens and on earth peace to whom his favor rests. Hope. Good job. Good job. As we begin the Advent season, allow God to fill you with his hope, for he is able to do far more than we could ask or imagine. He does everything by his power that is working in us. So let me ask you this morning, is that power working in you? Do you have the light of life living in you? If not, today could be your day to receive the light of the world, the hope of glory, Jesus Christ. Can we take this time right now to pray? And as I pray, I'm going to invite you in just a moment to join me. If you would like to pray a prayer to receive the light of the world, pray with me, please. Lord, your word tells us that if we say with our mouth, Jesus is Lord, believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. With your heart, you believe and are made right with God. With your mouth, you say, what you believe, and so you are saved. If you'd like to join me in this part of prayer, please. Please do. Dear God, I want to be a part of your family. You said in your word that if I acknowledge that you raised Jesus from the dead and that I accept him as my Lord and Savior, I would be saved. So God, I now say that I believe you raised Jesus from the dead and that he is alive and well. I accept him now as my personal Lord and Savior. I accept my salvation from sin right now. I am now saved. 
Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my Savior. Thank you, Father God, for forgiving me, for saving me, and giving me eternal life with you. Amen. And now before you raise your hand and keep your eyes closed, I would just love to acknowledge those of you that may have prayed that prayer for the first time and agree with your decision this morning. If you wouldn't mind raising your hand, I'd like to. Thank you. All right, thank you so much. And for those of you that have raised your hand, we have yes packets outside for you this morning as you exit to the left. Please make sure you get one of those as you begin your journey on the path of hope. And also this morning, if you're in need of prayer and you want to uh, receive prayer or for the decision you made, please to my left, the prayer team will be right here. And as we close, there's something I want you to read with me this morning, if you would, please. Lamentations 324. Let's say it together. Ready, go. I say to myself, the Lord is everything I will ever need. So I put my hope in him. Again, I say to myself, the Lord is everything I will ever need. So I put my hope in him. Let this be your assignment this week in all circumstances, situations, in any feelings or emotions. Say to yourself, the Lord is everything you will ever need and put your hope in him. Before now, I'm going to close in prayer. Please stay for the last song. We have some special people that are going to be coming out and singing for you this morning. So bow your heads with me. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, we just thank you for this day. Thank you for this time, Lord, we had to spend together. But most of all, Lord God, thank you for the hope that you sent into the world when you sent your son Jesus to come, to die, to, to raise again, and someday return. Thank you, Lord God, for your many blessings. I pray for the people today that they received your word of hope, Lord God, and they will go out through this week remembering that you are the hope the hope of glory, you're everything, Lord. So let us put all our hope and our trust in you. And we pray all this in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, amen. Here comes our special guest kids if you want to come on out. And they have a song they're going to sing for you this morning. Thank you very much. Smile.
our hope in in the Lord. Tell them that again. In the Lord. That's right. All right. Hey, let's thank Melissa today. Come on out, Melissa. Thank you. Great job. So there is hope in the Lord. Our prayer team, she told you, is over here. Uh, you're, you're right, my left. I know we already heard about it, but don't forget next Sunday, Tommy, Eileen Walker, world-class music at 9 and 1045, and then a free concert at when? Four. Four. With food afterwards? Good. Usually that draws you in, so okay. <laughs> hey, invite some friends next week. It's going to be really great, uplifting uh, time, so God bless you. Thank Anything you. else you want to say? Just say, go in hope. Go in hope. Amen. Just God bless. Have a great Thank day you. and a great Bye. week. We'll see you soon. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Please visit us at mylfc.com for more information about our church. Thank you so much for listening.